Welcome to Film Club number 8. In this episode, we're talking spoilers for the new film Evil Dead Rise, in cinemas now, and the 1987 film Evil Dead 2, available on Now TV and Sky Cinema. Where are the snacks? Film Club... I thought you had the... Oh, they're here, they're behind me. You've provided snacks. Maltesers. Dairy milk, mint buttons, mint. I've never tried them. Well, that says it all. And 12 bites. My favourites. I know. I know. I think probably the mint then. You think? Yeah. And after dinner mint. Yeah. There we bloody go. I wonder if they put the smell in, you know? Do you know the crisps, they, I think they put smell in. What, they like pump the smell in? They pump some smell in, so when you open it... I didn't know it's part that. of the factor. I know they do that at one. Disneyland. What, they pump the smell in? What smell? Like, when you're walking around the yeah. park, they pump smells in the air oh. to make you hungry, so that you spend yeah. more. not just a smell. No. Various smells. Various different like smells. Like Morrison's, they pump the bakery smell out the front. Mm, clever. Go on then, Chocolate with a hint of mint. <laughs> it's, it's dairy milk with a hint of mint. I'm going to have another one. Oh, I've picked up three. <laughs> We're talking about Evil Dead Rise and Evil Dead 2. Have you said Evil Dead Rise without doing that yet? No. Uh-huh. Evil Dead Rise. Elegant. That's what we're talking about. Evil Dead Rise and Evil Dead 2. I'll just let you do it now. I'll just sat here just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Have your moment and then... And then we'll get onto it. Yeah. You picked Evil Dead 2, but we were meant to do... Spiria! We weren't meant to do that. But then I watched Evil Dead Rise and as I was watching it, I thought, we've got to do this. We're going to do Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead Rise. Sure. So executive decision, because it worked last time in Mario, didn't it? Having the both Yeah, having there. the mix, yeah. I, the, I mean, we'll get onto it later, but what I've chosen for next month, I've gone a little bit more distant, yeah. but there's still a link. Uh-huh. So yes, executive decision was made, and I think we're all the better for it. We are. Because they are very different. They are very different, um, because Evil Dead Rise, I would say, is an out-and-out horror, although it has its splatterings of comedy. Yeah. It is an out-and-out horror, whereas Evil Dead 2 is a comedy. It's a comedy. And it was because Sam Raimi didn't want to make a second, like there was a lot of pressure on him to make a second Evil Dead movie. He was like, I don't want to do that. But then he was like, maybe I could just do that, but make it a comedy. Yeah. And obviously they remake, like they retell the story in like the first five minutes, don't they, of the first one? Um, It is much better than the first one, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. The first one's aged because it's trying to take itself seriously. Mm -hmm. Whereas the second one just works like like the Monty Python films for example or something like that where it just kind of works because of the time it's from what do you think of when you first when you think of Evil Dead 2 groovy really oh yeah you put that in your review because of his hand yeah right. groovy it's when he's built the chainsaw and it yeah. just zooms in <clears throat> I was waiting for it because you'd put it in your yeah. thing it's so good but that whole bit when he's like in the chain there's so many bits with the chainsaw and the hand uh, obviously, first he has the fight with his hand, which is brilliant. When he's like, "Who's laughing now?" and he's chopping his own hand off, mm-hmm. genius. And then the hand gives the middle finger. Yeah, I like the bit when he's rolling on the floor and then he just gets up and he goes, "Work shed," 
and then he <laughs> goes to the workshed, and then there's the outline of the chainsaw. It's just every joke is set up. Yeah. Pretty it good. was the eye, I think. Was it the eye goes flying? Mm. That was the bit I think of. But that happens in the... Even at Rice. Dead Rice, where yeah. he eats it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. His brother's eye. Yeah. It goes flying. It has the shot where he goes flying again. Mm-hmm. But the second time, well, like, I've watched Evil Dead 2, I think, three times now. Wow. And the third time watching it, which was today... The bit that made me laugh most was the eye bit. I was just like, oh, that's so funny. So you're fresh off the boat? Yeah. Well, how does that feel? Any any comments from a latest watch, third watch? Uh, it, when I first watched it, I gave it a four star. It has since gone up two or five. Wow. Because I think it, it works on a, a few levels. Like It works as a horror, like an 80s horror, but it's taking the piss out of the genre that it's making but then it also works as a comedy film on its own um it works on its own without needing the previous film as well Uh so there's a few things going for it but i think ultimately it's bruce campbell's physical comedy that just makes me love it i just think he's so good Uh, i just think he's brilliant so fresh off of watching it today i still love it i still think it's great i was watching it i was more aware this time like Maybe this isn't for everyone. Maybe not everybody would enjoy this film. Do you know? Yeah, I I agree. I don't think everyone would. No. It depends what mood you're in. It does, yeah. I was in a good mood when I watched it. Yeah. And that paid dividends. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine if I was in a tired or not with it, You'd be I'd be like, like what the this. hell is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, it does help, doesn't it, when everyone loves it. Mm. And you know you're going to in for a good time. For sure. Um. So I gave it a four star. Mm. What was my review? I just put absolutely wild. Loved it. And I made a TikTok about it, didn't I? Yes, you did. Of course, yeah. Do you want to re- re-watch, re-watch it, it now? Yeah, go to on. To refresh my memory, because it's going to help me. Yeah, yeah, else. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Let's have a listen. Here we go. Evil Dead 2, 1987 challenge. It's an hour and 24 minutes. Absolutely perfect. Not even 90 minutes. Hour and 24 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, An hour and 24 minutes. Let's yeah. put some um, love for that. There's nothing better than a film that's between 80 and 90 minutes. Do you know what always shocks me is an hour and 39 minutes. Mm. So I go, oh, that's good. But then that extra 10 minutes makes a difference. It does, it? yeah. yeah. An hour and 30, it's perfect. And Evil Dead 2, if there was any more than what it is, mm. it would become tiresome. Yeah. But it doesn't because it... Com- comedies hour and a half is all you need yeah, yeah upstairs is a welcome after yeah. hour and a half yeah anyway let's continue this guy's having an absolute nightmare <laughs> he's been chucked around trees he's fell out his car he's been chased around the house that's what I actually love about <clears throat> Evil Dead 2 is that it starts with basically a recap of the first film yeah but told in a com- comedy way so it sets you up for it um that was done apparently. I'm going in. Um, I should know this a bit more off the top of my head than I do. It was a rights issue. So the original Evil Dead was distributed by New Line Cinema. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead 2 was distributed by Dino De Laurentiis, which meant that Raimi and his crew couldn't get the rights to their own film. So this led to the first few minutes of Evil Dead 2 being a scaled down recap of the first film that bores down the plot of the first film fairly quickly. I've got a problem. Is this a fact from the past? That's a fact from the past. You've got a problem. Carry on. <laughs> Don't it now? Oh. It's well. in the past. Right. Th- that isn't the fact from the past. Right. That's a fact. So you're going to give more... I've got... Yeah. 
Don't you worry, I mate. Can't wait. Don't you worry. I'm just <clears throat> a fax machine. Not a fax machine. A fax machine. You'd be a rubbish fax machine. No offence. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fax machine. That's my fax machine impression. You could also be a Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> you do a fax machine impression. No! Why? I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty... That's like a Morse code almost. That's better. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I can beat that. <laughs> all that my impression of a fax machine would be would be something copying you. That's all it would be. Now. Well, you've never probably heard of a fax machine, have you? I've, I've never used one. No, I've never used one. But I know them. Right, on a personal level. Yeah. And a pager, but you never didn't know what that is, you? No, no idea. Anyway, um, <laughs> fact machine. Doesn't You're just a fact machine. Here's a chainsaw. There you go. That's it. Uh, chop her head off. This is what I uh, like about horror films, is that it's that um, screaming at the television yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, because they're great. not doing what you want them to do I, that used to be the reason I hated horrors because you'd just be like they're so stupid but that's that's they're that's, it is. that's that's so good the difference between Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead Rise is that Evil Dead 2 you're laughing at and you're screaming at television like chop his head off yeah 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 but then Evil Dead Rise is the opposite because like we were both saying well we both watched it on our own we did which is a bonus um, in this situation. Oh, I thought you meant... Not because of you. Yeah, in general. <laughs> no. Bonus. Yeah, it's a bonus for me. I'm sick and tired of you. <laughs> yeah, I think Evil Dead Rise is utterly... like. T- I think it's the scariest film I've watched at the cinema. Um, But it still has those moments of comedy, but it's almost like an awkward, like, oh, it's horrible. But I love the opening of that film. The way it starts with like the, the cabin and then the lake... Yeah. And that title card reveal. Yeah, when it's reflected in the water. Just yeah, that, uh, Evil Dead Rise. I was like, whoa, this is awesome. So yeah, it's so cool. And uh, scalps off. Yeah. Uh, that, that was rank. Gross. And then you spend the whole <laughs> film thinking, hang on, how do we get back to that cabin? And it was a bit loose. That was one of my faults with the film. It was a bit loose how that, like the head on the top of the head of that scalpless person. Yeah. Loose. Mm-hmm. It was loose, but I, he almost needed that beginning because it just it blew my it blew my head off. Blew your scalp off. It blew my scalp <laughs> off. How good it was. Yeah. And it set the tone for the rest. Like, it did. Yeah. You don't know what was coming next. No. And it. I think the fact that how you thought how the hell is this going to get there made it even more unsettling. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And then I think as well, Evil Dead Rise works so well because. We're so used to the formula with Evil Dead of being in a cabin in this place that is already spooky. Yeah. Evil Dead Rise does something different in that it takes place in this uh, in a home in a, in an apartment. Yeah. Building. Fairly run down, but nothing. Yeah. Like, but I feel like they definitely ham up the creepiness after things go to shit. Yeah. The only other stretch was the um, the earthquake. That yeah, yeah. Started but, the oh, thing. there's an earthquake. Oh, and now it, there's a book. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of th- things for convenience, but... But I guess that's the spirit rising out of the ground. Is yeah, it? yeah. Yeah, maybe. Bruce Campbell is in Evil Dead Rise. Is he? Do you know where? No. I don't. No idea. 
the parking lot? Mm-hmm. Is he in? Is he the the person on the vinyl? He's the one who goes. It's a book of the evil dead. Destroy it or something like that. It's really dramatic. It's like yeah, he's him. Well, well, well. But Sam Raimi's also said that he wants to do another Evil Dead film with Bruce Campbell. Really? But Bruce Campbell has not said anything about it yet. He's 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 not sure. Uh, what's Bruce Campbell up to these days? Not a lot, really. I think he does a lot of... He has entered the realm of Hallmark Christmas, Christmas movies. Uh, but, like, as a conscious career choice, supposedly. Like, he was like, I want to go and do these cheesy... But, yeah. But. Money. Why not? career. He was in Dot Strange and Multiverse of Madness as the pizza popper guy. Was he? You know the guy who made the little pizza balls and then he was beating himself yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, And then it'll mean, mean more now because you've watched Evil Dead 2. Yeah. But at the end of the credits, he's fighting his arm. Ah. And he's like, it's over. And it's all a callback to Evil Dead 2. Got it. I had no idea. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, you'll have to watch Multiverse of Madness again though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already watched it twice. So, I've got a question to compare them. Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead Rise. You gave both of them a four star. Which do you prefer? They're, whole, they're wildly different. They're, they're on, wildly they're different. Li- living on different planets, but... I guess the question is, which is which would I rewatch first? Mm. That's a different question. Same response. I'd go Evil Dead Rise. Right. That's my preference. So, would you say of the ones you've watched, Evil Dead Rise is your favourite Evil Dead movie? Yeah, because I didn't really like the first one that much. Have you watched Army of Darkness yet? No. Sorry, no. No time. It's... You put it above? No. Both of them? No, Evil Dead 2 is my favourite. Then Evil yeah. Dead Rise. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Then... Well, there's an Evil Dead in 2013. Have you yeah, watched Yeah, I haven't. That's the only one I've not watched. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. But Army of Darkness is like just the least like any of the others. It's just straight out comedy. Yeah. You know the end of Evil Dead 2, it's the medieval. Yeah, I didn't like it. I was oh, like, I like what the hell? <laughs> That's why I love it. And then he's like, no, no. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, maybe next time I'll enjoy it more. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, um, it made me think of the Holy Grail. You've seen Holy Grail? Yes. When it's the first bit and they put the wrong film on. You right? The uh, <laughs> I just suddenly thought, "Where's my phone?" It's there. The Holy Grail, yeah. When they put the wrong film on. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'd never seen it before. Yeah. And I don't DVD. Mm-hmm. And I, I went through the whole DVD. I took the DVD out. This is all right. <laughs> well, we once lent a film to my grandparents, but it was old enough that at the end of the at the end of the adverts yeah. the trailers it goes straight into the film you know and sometimes DVDs do that they don't give you the menu yeah but I don't know what they did but they were like it just kept playing the adverts over and over again we just kept having the adverts it just kept happening we were like really they were like yeah over and over again we still didn't really understand what happened there um, but what we what we suspect is that they thought the start of the film was an advert this isn't a very good anecdote now because I can't remember what the film is but um just going to end that story there. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll part that. <laughs> well, you started off strong. I didn't know. You've told some good stories today off off air. Yeah. Um, it's a shame, really, because mm. you could do with them. Right now. In a podcast. You can't tell that one, though. No. About the kidney. No, can't tell that one. No. <laughs> oh, I got hit by a bike today. That was a good yeah, story. Yeah. Yeah. But that's better than the one you... 
But I, I knew where you were going. Yeah, thanks, man. But there's a couple of crucial elements you were missing, which was the film. Yeah. And you actually solving what went wrong. Mm. That would have been good. That would have been good, yeah. But no. Unfortunately not. The, we spoke about Bruce Campbell. The performances in Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> what, do you, what do you make of them? What? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, pretty good. Goes for it, isn't he? Goes for it. He doesn't leave anything off the camera. Is that the... You know what I mean? Mm. Like the cheese grater. Oh, wait. What are we on about? We're on about Evil Dead Rise. Who? <laughs> I thought you said to the main guy from Evil Dead 2. I was saying about the performances in Evil Dead Rise. Right. But then... But then I heard Bruce Campbell. <laughs> you had... You literally zoned out. You're thinking about... I was laughing at... I was laughing at your story. <laughs> laughing at my story. And you're like, you said something about Bruce Campbell. I should probably talk about make that. up some respect. No. I was answering the question I heard, which isn't the question he asked. No. I do that to my missus all the time. Um... <laughs> do you need me to ask the question again? <laughs> I know what you meant now. The performances in Evil Dead Rise. Yes. Is that what you want to know? He goes for it, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> doesn't leave anything off camera. It's that... when you said cheese grater. <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. That was one of them in the... It's Evil Dead Rise. Because that was fucking rank. Yeah. I can't quite remember what happens now. It, she's... It's the daughter... Mm. Spoiler alert. Well, that's the sole thing. Oh, yeah. The whole point of this podcast is a spoiler podcast. Carry on. But she's on the kitchen counter, isn't she? The daughter. And then she jumps down and crawls at her and then Mm. she's greater. Oh, God. (laughs) It's rough. Do you know the bit that got me? Iconic. The vinyl scene when she had the headphones on Mm. and you can see the dead-eyed mum behind crawling on the ceiling. I was like, oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. And then the, the, the lift, the elevator with the blood like The Shining. Mm. I love that bit. I thought that was great. Yeah. And then finally, at the end of the film, you get that chainsaw moment. Yeah. And that's all gruesome as well. Like they don't hold back on... A lot of blood. A lot of blood. Especially, yeah, when they chuck him in the wood chipper or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, that's... Which, they remind me of Fargo. You know, when he's mm. disposing yeah, bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, yeah, they're definitely dead. Though. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, performances are amazing. The mum was... So good. She, she went it. for it. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah. Yeah, didn't put a foot wrong, I don't think, any of them. Um, I, f- I was, I'm a bit conscious of uh, when kids are performing in films, like how much are they being subjected to what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, but you yeah, yeah. So because I'm conscious of it, I'm watching it, and she, you can never see her in a frame where something's going on. It's just no, always yeah. like close yeah, up yeah, her reacting. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, apart from when that lift scene, when the blood's come out. But... I mean, could be cranberry juice. Could be. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the little girl was good. Like, it was all... Yeah, it was really good. But the mum sold it. Yeah. Well, she's, like, I think that's a, another one of the film's benefits is that because she's the deadite and she's the villain, it's almost even scarier because we want her to be there for her kids. Yeah. But actually... Instead, she's this haunting character. And is the sister the useless one? I don't think so. I don't think any of them are particularly useless. Well, isn't it set up like the sisters come back again? Yeah, the sister's a little bit of a liability, I think. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Right, I see, yeah. So it's set up like she can't I thought can't you were talking about like, the useless stereotype like, no. in the horror. Like, the whole point is, like, 
Because the mum's not there to help. You think, oh, well, the sister's not going to be any use. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. is. But she is. And she's got her own arc that she's going on with, yeah. that, with like having a kid. And mm-hmm. and there's that bit when the youngest kid says to her, you'd be a good mum because you know how to lie to children. Mm. It's a bit like, oh, it's just a bit oh, about that. But I've heard the director, Lee Cronin, saying that he wants to do another one. And he's got a story in mind for that literally picks up 10 minutes after the end of the film. Oh, nice. Which is what Evil Dead 2 was. That was mm-hmm. like 10 minutes after <clears throat> Evil Dead. What happened? So that would be that would be fun. Do you think Evil Dead Rise will um, leave a mark on film? Because you know, like the cheese grater thing. Yeah. Iconic. Will it be iconic? Well, well what? Do you deem as iconic horrors of the past sort of five years? What spring to mind? Oh, Jesus. Because um, the one for me is Candyman. That springs to that mind. That was good, yeah. But that's not really left a cultural impact since we saw it. I don't think anything does, actually. We've spoken about this before. Mm. It's going to be really difficult for any film to make a cultural impact these days. You say that, but I think that everything everywhere all at once has, for sure. But then is that has partly it? because of the Oscar race? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Mm. And... I guess the only thing will be hot dog fingers for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's some films that I watch and I think like we've thrown this phrase around before, but like instant classics, like as soon as you watch them, you go, that's a class." like Knives Out. As soon as that came out, it was already a classic film. Yeah. I, I don't remember a time when it like was out and it wasn't classic instantly. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know as Evil Dead Rise has the capacity to do that, but it should. Like it's one, it's the best horror of the year at the minute, better than any horrors that came out last year potentially. I can't remember what came out last year. Nope, was I think our highest rated nope. horror yeah. of last year. Yeah, which was good, but I properly prefer Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it. I don't think the cheese grater will leave a lasting impact. I think that shot of her on the lake. Mm, I think that yeah, will be that was good. That will be big going forward, like a memorable moment. So you prefer Evil Dead 2? Oh yeah, yeah. Evil Dead 2 is my favourite of of the bunch. Um, but I think... I mean, stop me if you don't think it's time, but I think it might be time to talk about the box office. Okay. With the box office... There we go. <laughs> Did so, I actually say that? What? Boom, shake, shake. It sounds like me saying it. It's me, yeah. but then I think you go room at the end. Yeah, maybe. It would advise, let's look at the current box office right now. What are we saying? Worldwide, $131,680,231. Worldwide. Um, Is that good for them? I think so. Uh, it looks like on its opening day, it made $10 million. It's a pretty good opening day. But, I mean, that's a good amount. Success. I think people went to see it. Like, there's, there was a horror film last year. It was called something like Cheese or Smile. Oh, yeah. Cheese. <laughs> cheese. Yeah. I knew it was called something like Cheese or Teeth. Or say Cheese. Smile, yeah. Say Cheese. Say Cheese and Die is the Goosebumps. We've uh, talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, so. we have, yeah. But, yeah, I think that smile, because it looked so scary, people were like, oh, yeah, because people get a kick out of going to see. Well, horror's... Uh, a notably quite um, 
profitable at the minute. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people just go and watch them. Mm. Well, like that Pope's Exorcist, that was busy all going. We forgot about bloody what's the one in the in the basement with the naked mum? Um, Barbarian. Yeah, that was good. That was really. That's a spoiler. Naked (laughs) mum. She was more of a nan, so probably not. You're probably fine. No, the whole point was that she wanted to be a mum. Oh yeah, of course. But she looked like a nan. Yeah. Here we go. Evil Dead Rise, ninth in the box office of the year. Ninth. That's good. I mean, it's only May, though. But everything it's below... Okay, so top is Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Which made over a billion. And then the next highest is Guardians 3, which made has made so far 530 million. So that shows the Mario's job. made over a billion. Yeah. We were talking about this last month where the, the last Mario made like 50 million. Yeah, yeah. A billion. Nintendo were like, oh, thank God this one works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Evil Dead 131, so it doesn't seem much compared to a billion, but that is that is decent. It's in the top 10 at the minute. It's what th- What's it beaten? Name- it's beaten Cocaine Bear. Oh, well, yeah. Air, The Pope's Exorcist, 65. Knock at the Cabin. 65 is rubbish, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit, a bit boring. A bit we, did we do a film club for that? Yeah, 65 and Planet of the Apes, we did. Bad times. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about everything else on there, I mean, Shazam sequel, Scream yeah. Six sequel, yeah. Creed yeah. Three sequel. Well, Evil Dead is just. Right oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, But I mean, the only ones in there that aren't are Mario, but that still kind of feels like it, and D and D in that top ten, and Pathan. Well, they've already they've all got a following already. Yeah. Whether yeah. sequels or not. Well, yeah, for sure. That's the world we live in. It is. What is a good situation for watching Evil Dead Rise, <coughs> if not at the cinema? Because mm. horrors are so good in the cinema, because you get that communal reaction. Yeah. So when at home would be a good time to I've watch it. I've got a question to follow up on this. Um, well, yeah, in the dark? <laughs> like, you can't watch it in the day. What's the point? What is the point? What was the film recently that you said, please don't tell me you watched it in the day? Blair Witch Project. Yes, and I didn't. Yeah. But it would be a sin, I think, to watch <laughs> horrors in the day. And we know from horror films that you don't want to commit no, any of those. No, you don't want any sins. Um, with some friends that don't like horrors, I think that would be good. Yeah. And a couple that do. You need a mix. When I said to Gwil, I was like, Gwil, you got to watch this. After I just said it was haunting and terrifying, mm. I was like, you got to watch it. And he was like, you're stupid. Why would I now watch it? And then we, I wanted to recommend it. He was like... We can't recommend it because then I'll have to see a photo of it on our Instagram. <laughs> and it's too scary. I think I heard some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, where, where else do you watch it but at home? I, I think, guess, but... yeah, but I think you're right in like the late at night, friends over. But you have to set the scene that it's going to be scary. Yeah. So I don't want snacks. I want, this is serious now. This is freaking scary. Really? Sit down, lights off, let's go. Interesting. Maybe snacks, but not like not casual. <laughs> right, we'll I'm watching a film at yours again. <laughs> stick, stick it on. It's not. We're like right. Sit there and watch it. Stop asking me questions. Right. Yeah. Nothing worse. Mm. Don't chit chat. Yeah. It's it's the film um, lovers curse. Yeah. It's for people who like to chat through films. Yeah. That you really like. It's like, come on. There's a, I saw a comedian say one uh, for the other day. The biggest disrespect is when someone gets up for a wee, you offer to pause it, 
And they say no. No, it's all right. Yeah. And you've put the film on for There's them. There's nothing worse. Nothing worse. That's basically saying, fuck it, I hate this. Yeah. And if I ever ask that, do me to pause it for you? No, it's all right, I think. Then, oh, do you know what? I will pause it. <laughs> and, you and I'm going to hear you weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going on. Yeah. So. Yeah. I saw a thing of, um, I think it's Wet Leg, the band Wet Leg. Oh, yeah. Going, you shushed me in the cinema. Have you seen that before? I think it was at Glastonbury. You shushed me at the cinema. That's the clip. Mm, yeah. And then there's a guy on TikTok who's basically replied to it going, well, don't fucking talk in there then. <laughs> what are we going to do about people who don't like horrors? Who think they don't like horrors? Mm. What are we going to do about it? I don't know. Because I... Can we do anything? I always used to find them annoying. It wasn't that I was scared of them. I just used to think they're predictable or they're... Mm. But I think that now we're in a wave of horrors that are inventive and different and really cool. What are we going to do about it? I I don't know whether... Because do you think the better technique is to go, here's a few gateway horrors... Yeah. ...that aren't too bad, mm-hmm. that you'll enjoy, that will get you into horror? Or is it, here is the scariest horror film that you will ever watch? Like The Exorcist... Do you throw someone in at the deep end and say, watch The Exorcist right now and have them shit their pants? Or <laughs> Is do it you... that scary? I can't remember it being that scary, but oh I remember God, being it's... scared about watching it. it I, I thought that film was haunting. I think it's horrible. It's mm. just uncomfortable. I feel like someone's scratching on a chalkboard the whole way through it. When I got it, when I rent it was Amazon, uh, you know, the DVD delivery. Yeah, uh, what was that called? Love Film. Love Film. And I thought, when it said it's posting, I was like, shit. I'm going to have to watch it now. Mm. But I don't remember... Yeah, I don't remember being as scared as I thought I was going to be. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. No. But you're saying... But, I'm but saying, maybe that is the point, because it's nothing as scary. But you've got to keep in mind, none of it's real. Because I think, for example, like, gateway horrors. If you had to pick, like... I'm kind of bashing the... But I think, actually, the answer is gateway horrors. Get people to watch a few horrors that are scary, but not too bad. So I'd say maybe... The Shining, mm-hmm. uh, because it has those horror moments, but it's it's not too, it's more angry than mm-hmm. it is scary. Yeah. So The Shining, Scream. I was going to say Scream. Because Scream's <laughs> great fun. And it's a very genre, um, it sticks to the genre. So you can say, well, this is, it's naff. Yeah, yeah. We're showing you it's naff. It's a bit not really scary yeah. for you break it down the trouble is with Scream is that that opening scene in the first Scream is really quite scary the one yeah. when you get the phone call so I think a lot of people probably maybe who have tried to watch Scream then gone no this is too scary mm-hmm. but I think after you've watched Scream then watch Halloween because I think Halloween throughout is a scarier jumpier film than Scream is there's something about old horrors as well because mm-hmm. like it's oh, Halloween's well. one of my favourites, I love it. There's something creepy about old yeah. films. Well, yeah. 70s was big for horrors. Mm. Just like, I think it was horror after horror. Yeah. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Night of the Living Dead. Omen. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Shining. Mm. But once you've watched them, like, what? how much worse can it be? But then also I'd say maybe watch, like, Get Out. Or Candyman. Get Out's great. Or... What Candyman's really scary. It is, a, but it's also premise. really good. Yeah. So I feel like when a film's so good, 
you can kind of forget about the horror. I'm trying to think what I started with, but it was things like The Sixth Sense. Because ghosts scare me, but that's even though I don't believe in them. It's a horror, though. There's horror elements, because mm. it's a ghost story. I'd say that's a thriller, but yeah, I guess it has... I think a lot of people, the people who don't like, like Becky, we were just talking to Becky, my girlfriend, and she was saying that um, if anything makes her jump, she's like, no. Yeah, but that, maybe that's a gateway, because I see that as a horror. I see what you mean by thriller, but it, there's a horror element to it, because there's ghosts and there's things sure. like about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that could be a gateway. And, mm. But like something like Creep, I don't know if you've watched Creep. It's like a mockumentary, not mockumentary, found footage kind of film. So it's made to look really real and it's, oh, it's so scary. I only watched it last year. But it's really, really scary. So something like that would throw people in there. I, I'd understand them being scared. I still get scared by horrors. But some people, I suppose, it's just a disp- disposition. Yeah. You don't, like, I like it. It's almost like a roller coaster for me mm. where it's like I'm doing it. I, it's not pleasurable. But you get the pleasure out of the fact that it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a few people that I go to cinema with, you being one of them, my partner, my brother, um, a mutual friend of ours, Mr. Potter. Um, not Harry. Not Harry, no. Um, I, uh, he used to, we used to be friends with Harry Potter, but... It, he, we've been he's a knob. He is an absolute knob. He's back! Voldemort's back! We digress because we were talking about something that you happens in the cinema with me, our friend Potter. Right, yes. Um, but the only person who will watch a horror with me in the cinema is you. All of the others, I'd say, I'm going to watch like Evil Dead Rise. I asked a few people and they're like, oh, no, no, if it's a horror, absolutely not. And what, what, what's the reason? They just don't like him. They're scared of him. Yeah. People say, I don't get why you'd want to be scared. It's, it's like, well, that's not, it's not the only reason... You watch a horror. It's also that often they're very good films. Yeah. But it's that reaction like when you're on a roller coaster or... Not when you watch a comedy and it makes you laugh loads. It's the same with horror. It's like that that tense feeling. People love true crime. I hate that. I hate true crime stuff. People love it. I'm like, how can you love that but not love horror? Yeah. Very similar. Horror is quite cathartic, I suppose. You get mm. it out of you. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, That's yeah, like yeah, system. Yeah. Um, escapism. But yeah, we both watched it on our own mm. but yeah I just love just love it I could watch them all day yeah it's so good so if you had to rank the Evil Dead movies yeah you've seen three of them and you'd say Evil Dead Rise then two then the first so far but I'm quite keen to watch the 2013 one and mm. obviously the, the the third one Army of Darkness nice where would you of the other um, we're going on a bit now but horror franchises where does Evil Dead rank amongst your Screams, oh. your Halloweens? Well, I haven't watched a lot of the in-between <clears throat> Halloweens and Screams. So, like, I've watched Scream and I've watched the re-call ones. But from what you've seen? Nothing the same with Halloween. Uh, Friday the 13th, I haven't seen any of them. But I think Scream is probably the best one. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people say that there's not a bad Scream film. And I haven't seen the 2013 one, but there's not a bad Evil Dead film. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm. There's some bad Halloweens. Yeah, there are. So I think they're my choices, but I'm not like into the Conjuring's really. Or well, the Conjuring was the last time I was really scared at the cinema. 
it was a small cinema. I was in the middle aisle. It was full, so I couldn't get out. You know, well, not yeah. that I would get out. No, but it was that feeling. I was feeling. Sort of locked yeah. in. Yeah. And everyone was screaming. And oh it was just a wild ride. I loved it. On your own? No, I was with like a few people. Okay. But it was just that sense that everyone was just going nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wow. I think it's time for a quiz. Do you know what my fact? Oh, yeah, go on. Well, you said you were going to filter them through and, you know... Well, no. So you're giving a fact from the past... Well, yeah, I'm giving you a chance to play that. Thanks, mate. (laughs) So we've got... um, I've got two, but I'm going to say this one. There's a a cameo, a glove cameo in Evil Dead 2. Freddy Krueger's glove appears in the workshed. You're kidding. While it may seem like a cut and a dry Easter egg... But if you do a bit of digging, this is a big move in a cinematic back and forth between Raimi and Wes Craven. Well, now I need to watch you dead to again. Yeah. Um, Fourth time's the charm. So when Craven had a torn Jaws poster in The Hills of Ice, Raimi added a torn poster for that film in The Evil Dead. Oh. And then flattered by this, Craven had Nancy Tompkins watch Evil Dead in A Nightmare on Elm Street, which led to Freddy Krueger's glove appearing in the sequel. I remember the Nightmare on Elm Street at the time I watched that. I remember not like in the seventies or eighties, but I remember watching it for the first time mm-hmm. and going, "Hey, that's Evil Dead." So I knew that one, but the other ones, that Freddy Krueger's glove. That's that's a fun fact. So, so you can have your quiz now. You want to do a quiz? Yeah, buddy. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. time. That will never not make me laugh. <laughs> time, time, time. Okay. So each month I give you a quiz yeah. that mixes the films up in some way. So we've done, is it an ape name or is it a dinosaur name? We did a Mario quiz last month. Mm-hmm. This time, I'd like you to tell me if this is a line in an Evil Dead movie or if it is the name of a heavy metal band. I think I've got this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One. Necronomicon Ex Mortis. I think that's a band. <laughs> I think I've got this. <laughs> I put uh, myself into... I think that gave me instant pressure that I just said. Sure. That, yeah. It's the name of the book in Evil Dead 2. Fuck. Number two. We butter the bread with butter. Band. Yeah. Number three. Swallow your soul. So if it's not a band, it's a what? A name and... A, a line. Oh. In Evil Dead. That's a band. Shit. Evil Dead 2 again. band three times now. Because after she says, I'm going to swallow your soul, he goes, swallow this. Yeah. Bang. I remember that and I laughed. Number four. Hell yeah. Hmm. Evil Dead. It's <laughs> a band that, that just made me laugh there's a band called hell yeah uh, and the last one uh, brainless meat puppet I've, that rings a bell do you know when you, you lose confidence yeah I've lost but it all. rang a bell yeah but it could be a band alright evil dead so much? yeah it's in evil dead rise hmm Two out of five. That's bad. That's your worst. That's my worst. That's your worst ever, I think, Shit. yeah. Yeah. Unlucky. Well, it's good that we filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> shame. It is a shame. No, the uh, I feel shame. Oh, 
It is a shame, and I felt ashamed. <laughs> shame. Right, so there is only... You right? <laughs> there is only one thing for it, and that is to do the focus film wall. Wall, wall, wall. So We haven't got a thing for the... I don't, do we, is it too many jingles? Yeah, maybe. I don't think we need a jingle for the wall. No. Let's. What do you want to start with, Evil Dead 2 or Rise? Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. So, here's something I'm going to throw out there straight away. We did a top five films in 1987, and both Evil Dead 2 and Planes, Trains and Automobiles were on there. Yeah. Planes, Trains and Automobiles is already on the focus film wall. It is. So, Evil Dead 2 is definitely below that. Is it better or worse than The Muppet Christmas Carol? It's difficult because it's a 9 out of 10, either way you look at it. Combined scores. Mm. I know what you're going to say, because obviously you gave it a five. I do, but I, I'd be okay with Evil Dead 2 coming in after the Muppet Christmas Carol. Well, in which case, I'm going to take that... Um... I think it's above Banshees. Yes, yeah? yes, yeah, yeah. So, there is Evil Dead 2, and then we've got Evil Dead Rise, which again we have a predicament because you prefer Evil Dead 2 and I prefer Evil Dead Rise. I'm happy for it to be a bit a below Evil Dead 2. Literally the next one down. Next one down. Or did you prefer Banshees to... I don't know. They're both bloody brilliant. Yeah. Where are you sitting with this? I'm thinking about Banshees was on our top 10 of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Rise has a chan- a strong chance it will be on Is it in top your top 10. 10 right now? I think mine is, or it definitely is. Uh, I think it must be. Evil Dead... Rise. Yeah, it's fifth in my top five of the year at the minute. Yeah, it's fifth for me too. Well, okay, you can go beneath Banshees, because I, I think Banshees was like second for me last year. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. You happy with that? Yeah, it's pretty high. It's very high. Um, Interestingly, you put it above White Noise, and you rated White Noise a five. That is interesting. But I know you didn't rate White Noise as much as I did. True. And I wasn't willing to fight... You haven't got it in you. Got it in you. <laughs> and also, I think when I rewatch White Noise, I don't know if it drops or not. I don't think it did actually, but yeah. Is anything dropping too low? Can we just have a quick scan? Let's have a look. No. No, okay, I think that makes list. sense. So from bottom to top, we've got Super Mario Bros., Violent Night, Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes, uh, 65. I can take over whenever you need a Fear break. Street, yeah. the Super Mario Bros. movie. The Gentleman, Host. Megan, Avatar, then Gladiator, and then The Social Network, Ellis. White Noise, Evil Dead Rise, <laughs> The Banshees of Inner Sharon, Evil Dead 2, The Muppet Christmas Carol, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Oh, uh, do I get, how many is this? One, two, three, four, top five. Top five. Puss in Boots at five, The Last Wish. And at four is Dune. Dune. And number three, Top Gun, Maverick, Ellis. Oh my word, at number two, it's The Dark Knight. And Gareth? <laughs> and number one, Ellis? It's The Truman Show. Yes! The Truman Show. Wow. Wow, look at that. So next month then, you we've changed tact again. We have. We, we have been doing the wheel, but who gives a shit? Yeah. So that's what exactly the words you said to me. Yeah, yeah. You texted me and said, no one gives a shit about this. <laughs> no one cares story. about the fucking wheel. So can we scrap it? And I'm like, all right, calm down on this. Yes. Actually, the truth is, to put this bit to bed where you make me look like the villain, um, 
you said ages ago, I don't think we need to do the wheel. And I was like, I like the wheel. And then I went, I don't think we need to do the yeah. wheel. And you were like, all right. The truth is, yeah, <laughs> the opposite of what's happened. Yeah. So I have made my decision. Uh, so the the change is that we're just alternating who brings two films. That's the change. A simple change, really. Yeah. Uh, I've tried to pick something that I think go compare. So the new film we're going to talk about that is coming out in the next 30 days mm-hmm. is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, but then I was like, Christ. I thought, I can't pick Into the Spider-Verse because too think recent. too similar. Yeah, well. and or too close, yeah. yeah. And I thought, I could pick one of the early Spider-Man films, but then I was like, mm, no, again, it feels too... So I've gone with something completely different. This right. is produced, and I think part written by Lord and Miller, a duo who did the Lego movie and the first Spider-Verse and other things. And now they've become these big titans in sony animation and their first film that they ever directed together was cloudy with a chance of meatballs <laughs> so left field af <laughs> cloudy with a chance of meatballs is going to be the other film it's all right to be fair i like cloudy with a chance of meatballs all right well we've both seen it yeah yeah it's a film we've both seen that's good um Interesting. i feel like you're not sure about my pick no i like it it's a good pick it's interesting reasoning for picking it too. My other so option was Seth's Up. Because yeah. it's Sony. I would have thrown you out the window. I know you would have, so that's why I wouldn't move. Cloudy for Chance of Meatballs. I'm so excited for Spider-Man as well. Yeah. Watching the old cinema. Oh, it's going to be so good. I keep trying to sell it to Sarah, like, doesn't this look cool? Yeah. Well, the first, the first time I watched the first one, do you know what? It's mm. all for next time. <laughs> you are? <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> You know what? Forget it. I don't say that enough. Well, do you know what? Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> I'm a bit scared. Yeah. You kind of, that's a good... Uh... Yeah. Do you know what? Forget it. It's a way to shut a conversation down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you need to, I never think to do it. Yeah. But it's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? Forget it. Do you know what? Just, it's coming to a... Uh, the next family meal. A home near gonna... you at some point when we have a slight... Uh, yeah, slightly screwed. If I suggest something, you're not sure. like that. <gasps> I'm like, do you want? Do you want lasagna for tea? <laughs> not that we live together, and when <laughs> oh, no, I'm not sure. You know what? Forget it. <laughs> and then I'll walk out. So, Gareth, do you want me to come to yours to record the next podcast, or do you want to come to mine? Hmm, that's a good question. Oh, do you know what, Gareth? Forget it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, throwing your name in there, mate. It doesn't. It doesn't have the same. No. Do you know what? Forget it. That's all it needs. Yeah. And if you pronounce the T's... Forget it. Yeah, I'll forget it. Forget it. Either of the T's. (laughs) You can't do both. (laughs) Forget it. Thanks for listening. Please hit that like and subscribe button, follow us on Instagram at Focus Film Blog, and read new reviews and features at focusfilms.online. With thanks to Charles Whitcomb for the theme music.